traffic sucks, but your podcast don't have to. Welcome into the Afternoon Drive with Five. Joining us now on the Afternoon Drive with Five is back-to-back region championship coach of the Bowden Red Devils, Coach Rich Fenley. Coach, I got to hang out with Casey Bass uh, last weekend, and he was telling me some uh, Fenley boys stories. Are there any Casey Bass stories that you can actually disclose with us? Well, I, I can tell you the Finley boy stories, and that's that's my two little brothers. Their, their stories are far greater than any stories out there about me and, and Casey combined. Um, <laughs> uh, the only story I have on Casey is my dad said that Casey Bass was proof that you could take any any average player that had a desire to be decent and turn him into a football player, and he said that's what he did for Casey Bass. So. And Coach, I also want to be the first one to congratulate you on making the uh, 2022 uh, Georgia High School football playoffs. <laughs> and well, you haven't played a game. <laughs> yeah, we, we are. We're, we're guaranteed in. That, that's kind of a, a strange thing. You know, we're everybody in our region is guaranteed in. And somebody we cross over with guaranteed a second round trip because we have no four seats. So that, that is a bit very strange. You know, speaking of that kind of guarantee that you get right into the playoffs, you had to find eight non-region opponents this year. How tough was that? I mean, that I know it's tough for a lot of these high schools to find three or four non-region opponents to find, but you had to find eight of them. How in the world did you do that? Well, that scheduling was probably the toughest uh, that I've ever had to go through. You know, being that you had to find eight games and you return an all-state QB, you know, and you're coming off – back-to-back region championships. No, nobody looks at what you've lost. Um, you know, we lost some pretty good players. And everybody just looks at what, what your last season team did. So it, it made it very difficult um, of, of those eight teams. I think four of them are private schools. Um, we've got one from out of state. We've got a 5A opponent. We've got a 4A opponent. We've got a lot of top 10 opponents. So it may may be historically the toughest schedule in, in Bowden history for about to play. So it was very hard. Well, this is your fifth year. You're going into your fifth year at Bowden. Your first year, you lost your first nine games. But since then, the team has lost a total of 11, including playoff games. What do you think has been the biggest reason for the amazing turnaround Bowden has had? Well, I think really there's there's three big keys to, to being successful. One is player buy-in. I think our players bought in. I think they bought in year one. Um, you know, we just had to get rid of a few guys, change the way things were done. So buy-in has been very, very big. Um, we've got some really good young staff. Um, it's not a one-man show. And I'm surrounded by some really good veterans and some really good young coaches. And then lastly, uh, the administration, the school board, community. I don't know that I've asked for anything and been told no. So when you've got those three things in place, um, it gives you an opportunity to be successful. And Coach Billy and I are both we're both big Buckeye fans. We're both big Ohio State fans. So we uh we know a little bit about rivalry. This is your fifth year at Bowden. What does that Bowden Bremen rivalry mean? I, I I went to high school at Douglas County, and even playing there on the radio, I'd hear about the Bowden Bremen rivalry. 
uh, every time they played every year they played, not even being in that world, I heard about it. So what does it what does it mean that rivalry mean to y'all in the, sort of the West Georgia area? It is a huge rivalry. I had heard about it. I, you know, listened to it on scoreboard shows as a coach at, at other schools. And I had no idea until I got into this community how big the rivalry was. It is uh, very comparable. I played at Fort Robbins. And Fort Robbins and Northside is probably one of the top five biggest rivalries in the state. And the Bremen Bowles rivalry is right there with that, that rivalry, probably a top five rivalry. It has been an incredible game to coach in. And of course, year one, we got beat unmercifully by Freeman. But but since then, oh, we're, we're two and two, so we're riding 500. Somebody, either Coach Russell or, or the Blue Devils or the Red Devils, is going to take a one-game lead this year and then, you know, over the, the last five years. So hopefully, you know, we're going to find a way to get that game when we play. But it's been, a, it's been incredible. It's lived up to every bit of the hype that I, I heard that the game was. And one of the first mistakes I think I made last year, one of the first uh, sort of weekends I was doing high school football, I accidentally called them the Bowden Blue Devils. And Billy said, "Billy said, listen to me. He said if you ever, for you ever do one thing right, the rest of the time you talk about high school football on the West Side, you get the Bowden Red Devils and the Bremen Blue Devils." And said, "If you don't get that right, you will have a mob of angry people out front of your house when you wake up the next morning." <laughs> well, I'll tell you how big the rivalry is. Uh, I'm, I'm really good friends with Coach Russell, but I think we both respect and like each other 364 days a year, but we don't on that Friday night. But uh, if he's ever caught me on social media in, in anything royal blue, you know, at Christmas time, I think a year ago, I caught him in some red pants. Um, you know, we use that as blackmail against each other. So you know, we don't do royal blue in my house. And I'm sure he doesn't do red in his house. But that's how big that rivalry is. That is amazing. I I didn't know that. That is absolutely fantastic. That's incredible. Coach, you you talked about how big the Bowden-Bremen rivalry has been, and you've coached around this area for a little bit. What what is it about this West Georgia area? And it just seems like Bryce and I are, you know, Bryce and I are huge advocates of the kids, and this is part of why we're doing this. But the main reason we wanted to do this is because it, it doesn't seem like coaches see this this west georgia area as well as we do like there are so many talented kids in this area regardless if it's mountain single a or all the way up to Carrollton and 7a like what is it that about this west georgia area that just breeds talent well it, it is a great area to coach football in. you know when we moved back up here I, i'd gone down to south georgia in 2016 i've been at Hearn county for a while went down to south georgia and, you know, told my wife that I was really excited with an opportunity for our own kids to play in the West Georgia area. You know, I had the fortune of playing college football up here at West Georgia. I've, I've coached uh, at Carrollton. I've coached at Temple. I've coached at Villarica and Hurd in, in, in a lot of schools in this area. There's great talent. In That's definitely true. I think there's a lot of kids being brought up in these communities the right way by their, by their parents. Um, but what I've noticed in the last 10 or 12 years, especially, there's great coaching in this area. They're good. Like, it's frustrating to play the local teams because they, everybody does a great job coaching. They know how to get their kids ready to play on Friday night, and they know how to scheme. So, you know, coaching has a lot to do with that, too, and it's a very respectable area of the state with, with the coaching staffs around here. 
And yeah, coach, you, I mean, I think that's something that has changed in the past 10, 10 to 12 years. I mean, when I was in high school in, you know, 06, 07, uh, a lot of the West Georgia schools weren't seen as, as massive high school powerhouses, but there's there's no buys out here anymore. You know, there's not these cupcakes out here anymore that you can schedule at the beginning of the season. Every single high school is tough. Every single coach is fantastic. They roll out great athletes in, in all sports, uh, and these communities come out in full voice on Friday nights, and the support they get is absolutely amazing. And I, I love to see it, man. It's it, it brings back uh, images of Friday Night Lights and stuff you see in movies. So it's it's really cool to see all these programs on the West Side get great coaching, great athletes, and great fan and uh, local support. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Some of the the toughest and, and greatest games in, in the last four years for us at Bowden have been some of these local rivalries with, with Temple, um, you know, scrimmage in Central, play at Freeman, play at, you know, we've had two slobber knockers with Harrelson County the last two years. Uh, yeah, you know, have. You know, if you take the last six games of us to Bowden Fine, it's three to three. You know, I know we kind of have the upper end right now, but, uh, you know, they're, they're a much improved team and kind of kind of took over that Class A up in this area for a few years, so Everybody's got good coaching. Everybody's got good players. It does make it fun on Friday night. Well, Coach, let's let's look ahead to your team this year. You return Robert McNeil back for his senior season. This kid bleeds Bowden, Bowden through and through. What has he meant to you and your program uh, that you're building? Well, you know, in this day and age of, of transfer portal and, and even high school kids coming and going, you do spend a lot of time recruiting your own program and Really, the buy-in that I talked about earlier, getting kids to buy into your staff and the way you do things, the way you do things in the offseason. You know, he was a kid that was an eighth grader when I got here, and he's been 100% bought in since he's been here. And great kid. You know, he's put up just astronomical numbers. He's been a two-time All-State kid. He's the reason that our schedule is so hard. You know, people know that he's back, and he's a winner. You know, he's a kid that, you know, he's going to get hit hard. He's going to get thrown into the to the fence. You know, he's going to get falling on top of by 300-pound kids, and he is he's not coming out of the game. He, he refuses to be injured. He refuses to be hurt. Um, just a Friday night, he is a 100% winner, and, and you know and feel like you've got one of the best players on the field every Friday night, and, of course, everybody you play knows that. So he's been a huge part of – of, you know, we've been in the top ten, ranked in the top ten all three years he's been starting, and he's a big part of that. And uh, he he makes kids around him better as well. He he's made our running backs better, our O line better, our receivers better. So he's one of those kids that not only is he one of your better players, but he makes everybody else in the game around him uh, excel and, and, and play up a level as too. You talked about having to schedule eight non-conference games at the beginning of the year, and a lot of these teams are going to be tough teams. They're going to be, you know, private school teams. You had to do that because of your pedigree, back-to-back region champs, the the returning quarterback you have that's so talented in Robert McNeil. How valuable is the are the lessons that you're going to learn in those early hard non-conference games? How valuable are those lessons, and how much is that going to pay off once y'all get into the playoffs? Well, getting, getting away from the power rankings and going back to region championships meaning something, they're, they're going to be very, very important to us. And, you know, you, you want to go out and win every game, 
but playing somebody really good and, and kind of finding where your weak spots are, sometimes it's a lot more important than, than going 10 to 9. And, and we do have that philosophy about it. We're, we're going to play good people. You know, even if we only had to schedule five, we, we would find four really good teams. And, and the goal is, is to be playing your best football when, when we do get to those two region games, Christian Heritage and Mount Zion. So I, I think it's going to be extremely valuable for us as far as finding our, our new players, our role players, guys that have to replace guys that have graduated. Uh, the, the, the big negative to that is, is you've got to find a way to stay healthy through those eight games. Because you have to have all your players once you get into the playoffs. But we do feel like it gives us an opportunity to be playing our best football in the playoffs, which is when you want to play your best football. And last year, Coach, you know, your defense allowed the fewest points since 2008. Uh, how do you intend on following that up? Because I know that you guys have lost some some really talented kids on the on the back end, you know, Hobson and, and Turner. Uh, not Turner. Um, Andrew Langley. Yeah, um, Langley. Excuse me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's going to be tough to replace. But knowing what you've been doing on defense, how do you intend on build on following up that de- that defensive stand that you guys had? Well, I think the, the most important players in, in a Class A program, and really any successful program, it's not your, your primetime players, not your guys with all the stats. It's your role players. And, and a lot of kids don't like buying into being a role player. And, you know, for the people out there listening, a role player is a kid that may play 10 or 12 snaps a game. You know, he's a backup receiver, a backup linebacker. Um, he's a guy that's going to rest somebody. Role players are very valuable. And, and I think this summer we're looking for those guys. We, we actually have a padded camp tomorrow where, you know, I address with our kids today. We want to learn who our role players are and who are guys we can count on to go in a game and make plays for us. And the more role players you develop, the more depth you have. So, you know, one of the one of the ways we're going to try to get better defensively is we got to identify who these role players are and, uh, you know, get them playing, you know, full speed, 10 or 12 snaps a game to rest kids. You know, the other, the other way is we do have to find replacements. We had two senior inside linebackers. You know, we had some outside linebackers who graduated. So those two defensive positions right now, you know, we feel like we have capable guys, but we have a lot of them kind of grouped together. You know, tomorrow needs to be a day where certain kids start separating themselves. And we had that discussion today at practice. You know, if you want to win that starting job, you need to, to excel tomorrow and do more things right, give greater effort, you know, be physical. So if we can find the, the four or five replacements we need and then we can develop those role players, I think we can play, you know, well on both sides of the ball. Well, Coach, uh, before I let you go, Nathan Horsley would kill me if I didn't ask, um, you know, are you guys lifting tomorrow or are you just doing the paddock camp? Oh, no, you know the answer to that. We, we will be <laughs> lifting. We're coming in. We're lifting from 8 to 9. We're going to give them a break and feed them from 9 to 9.30, and then we'll, uh, we'll strap it up. So we'll uh, we'll hit a upper body, and then we'll hit a, a light, light lower body to get them stretched out. Uh, we've got our Iron Red Devil competition next Monday and Tuesday. It'll be our fifth annual uh, Iron Red Devil competition. So we got to get that last, in, last lift in this week. So... Uh, we'll be ready for Monday. 
Well, Coach Rich Fenley, the head coach of the Bowden Red Devils, we can't thank you enough for joining us on the afternoon drive with five. We look forward to the football season. I can't tell you, Bryce is about to come through the the speaker right now, just trying, <laughs> trying to, to to get to football season. He's so excited. So thank you for joining us, and, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Well, thank you guys for giving me the time of day. I, I will say that the, uh, the coverage of football by you guys is top-notch. Well, thanks, Coach, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right.